back to the God's Peculiar People podcast. Today we're focusing not specifically on a peculiar person, but about a ministry that is endeavoring to help Christians further the gospel and helping reach the lost with the good news of Jesus Christ. So this ministry is Operation Christmas Child, which is part of Samaritan's Purse. I think it was back in 1996 or maybe 1997 that I first heard about Operation Christmas Child. It's, um, just to give you a brief overview, we're going to hear more about it in the interview uh, up ahead, but the idea is, is that you take a shoebox. We used to take ones that we would buy new shoes, we would keep those shoeboxes, and we would put wrapping paper around them, make them look really pretty, and then we would, throughout the year, fill them with different toys, hygiene items, some cool pencils, and notebooks, and then we would take them to a place where they would then be sent to another place, and then somehow, I didn't know how at the time, they would get across the globe to a third world or a developing country. And um, it was very exciting as a kid. You know, I looked forward to getting a Happy Meal so that I could save the toy and put it into the shoebox. It was like a good incentive to say, hey mom, let's go get a Happy Meal. Uh, and so that was exciting. But uh, this summer, over the summer, I was interested in talking to someone about Operation Christmas Child. I reached out to them to see if someone would be interested in doing an interview with me. I truly didn't anticipate anyone being <laughs> agreeable, but thankfully uh, they, they were very gracious and uh, reached out to me and said that they would hook me up with someone to have an interview. So I was very, very excited about that. So I was connected with Lizette Miller, who is the Media Relations Manager for Operation Christmas Child, and she very graciously had an interview with me. I have to admit this is my very first interview that I have ever done. We did it via Zoom, and I was slightly nervous. She did a wonderful job. Lizette, thank you again. But uh, I began talking to Lizette and one of my first questions was um, asking her to briefly explain how Operation Christmas Child got started. Operation Christmas Child, you know, is a project of Samaritan's Purse, a nonprofit international um, disaster relief and organization. And so what I love is that Operation Christmas Child started in the early 90s. Um, and it started with a request to fill shoeboxes with gifts for children. And it was in war-torn Bosnia is when the request came in. And so that request was sent to our Samaritan's Purse president, Franklin Graham, back in the 90s. And it was a friend, you know, had asked. And so he asked the local um, church pastor friend there in Charlotte, North Carolina, hey, do you think you could help us do this? Um, and then within weeks, they had gathered up to almost, I think, 11,000 gift-filled shoeboxes. Wow. Yes. And so that was, you know, years ago. We're coming up on almost 30 years of this um, incredible project. And so it's just amazing to see how it's grown over the years. And so now it's just something we do every single year. And God continues to increase and bless this ministry. Very cool. It makes me feel old because I'm older than Operation Christmas Child. Um, so <laughs> hey, I realized, me too. It's okay. I'm realizing suddenly, it's like, wow, all these things I used to think were like around the time I was born or they were older than me. It's like, I'm younger or I'm older now. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> so, uh, so you mentioned Bosnia was the first place. I didn't realize that. That's the first place's shoeboxes were distributed. Um, where around the world, how many countries have you distributed boxes to? Yes. So every year it changes, but over those you know, since 1993 is essentially when we would say it started, 
it's been they've those shoebox gifts have been distributed in over 170 countries and territories around the world and so it's pretty remarkable to see that these shoebox gifts have gone truly to the ends of the earth um, with the gospel and gotten into places where the gospel is not even uh, you know able to be there you know right. but the lord has opened up doors for opportunities and so it's just amazing to see what he's done with these shoebox gifts exactly it's so cool the, the creative ways that um, i know through medical missions and now through shoeboxes as well you know there's those those small things that have an impact that most people don't think about doing uh it's very cool so uh, absolutely very cool i have a quick off i didn't give you this question before yeah. but um sierra leone have shoeboxes gone to sierra leone in west africa you know, I don't know off the top of my head, but we have a list, an incredible list of what we call our receiving countries okay. on our website. And uh -huh. so there's all of them, a majority of them are listed. And so I haven't looked for that one specifically, but honestly, all over the world. So you would, I wouldn't be surprised if it was on the list. Yeah, I have a special affinity. I spent a year in Sierra Leone. So I'll go double check and uh, yes. find that out and then I'll add that at the end. Oh, um, absolutely. So I know we, we think of it as Operation Christmas child shoeboxes. Um, are the shoeboxes distributed like on Christmas Day or at Christmas time? That's a great question. So our shoebox gifts are collected every year during that third week of November. And so by the time we get those going, then they're processed during November and December. And so just think about the 170 countries around the world that are getting these shoeboxes. Well, it takes a little bit of time to get them through customs and paperwork and you know, getting them shipped on containers by uh, ship or plane or however they get to their destination. Um, so it actually takes a little bit longer than people think. So some shoeboxes are delivered at Christmas, but they're actually delivered all year long, just depending on when they get to those certain countries, because they can sit possibly in customs for a couple of months and then they're delivered maybe in February. But so it's Christmas all year long for us. We love that. Exactly. And it's nice to stagger that we've got things because I know we see posts on social media throughout the year of shoeboxes being delivered. So it's uh, fun to watch that uh, uh, on social media. Now, exactly. How can uh, churches or individuals get involved with um, putting together a, a box for um, Operation Christmas Child? Yes, what I love, it's the perfect opportunity right now. We always say anybody can pack a shoebox. And so whether it's with your friends or family or even your church group, grab any size shoebox and get it. And you can uh, you know, select a boy or a girl that you want to pack it for. And then our age groups are from two to 14 and anything kind of in between. We have some different ranges. Um, and then, you know, you get to decide what toys and hygiene items and school supplies that you want to go in it. And we always encourage people to write a personal letter and pray over that box. Um, because that child is going to receive this special gift and they love, you know, seeing even a picture from the person that packed it. So we definitely encourage that. Um, but, you know, churches and indiv individuals can get involved because you can also volunteer. We have opportunities at all of our drop-off locations. And so we have about 4,500 drop-off locations during that third week of November all across the country that people can go and volunteer. And so they can look on our website samaritanspurse.org slash OCC. And you can look on our website to find that location and even contact them to say, hey, how can I volunteer with you guys here? They're always looking for help. And then plus there's an opportunity at eight of our processing centers across the country. So once those shoe boxes are collected during that third week of November, they're sent to a local processing center. And during the month of November and December, we have to go through every single one of those shoe boxes to make sure there's not items inside that are gonna delay the process at customs or even, you know, 
something that could harm the child potentially. And so there's things that are taken out like food and liquid and um, those kind of items, but we wanna make sure that they get there safely to the destination. So we're always looking for volunteers at those eight processing centers across the country. And so just incredible opportunities. And then even looking ahead at maybe next year or in the future, we're always looking at churches to become official drop-off locations because we can't collect shoe boxes if we don't have churches right. to open up their doors to to get those from the community. So that's always a huge need every year. Exactly. I know there was, uh, since about 1996 or 1997, my family and I have participated in putting together shoe boxes, but there were a couple years where there wasn't in our community uh, a good location. We would have to drive, like, think uh, over an hour away to or more to get to a drop-off location. Uh, but now within our area, there's like three or four spots. So it's it's nice seeing more churches being willing to be open to uh, being those you know, receiving areas to then move the boxes on to the next step. Yes. Uh, so it is important. Absolutely. We love that. We want it to be convenient for our shoebox packers to be able to, like you said, drop off a shoebox. If they have to drive several hours, it, it's almost like, man, do I have the time? Do I, can I go out there and do that? Whether that's during the week or on the weekend, right. but you know, we definitely want it to be convenient for everybody. And we don't want that to be a deterrence from someone packing a shoebox because it's too far to drop it off. Right. And I know there is a way for people who maybe don't want to pack a shoebox themselves. Uh, there is a way to, to participate still. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So we have what we call Build a Shoebox Online. And it's an incredible opportunity. Convenient, I would say, yes. you know, online, kind of like online shopping. You can go on a simple click or, or two. You can allow us to either pack it for you or you can pick every single item from a selection there for a boy or girl. And then you're picking, say, a soccer ball or a jump rope and the school supplies. All of that, all of those items are put into that box and we get to build it for you. Um, but for a price of $25, that covers everything, including the shipping and materials and everything to get that shoebox to its destination. And there's even an opportunity for you to write a letter and attach a photo online as well. So it's super special, even if it's not convenient for you to go out and shop for all the items there's still a way that you can participate exactly and at the church that i attend in in the past they tried to put together shoe boxes but uh just so many things happening in november it's just hard and so they've chosen i think this year the, the goal is to put together 50 shoe boxes or to uh, gather enough money to pay for 50 shoe boxes um, That's so they're very incredible. excited about that so and i think they're only 210 dollars away from that oh, goal. Wow. So that's um, awesome. Yeah, so it's been good. We've only taken up an offering. I think it was the first of October, September, October, and then there'll be one more the, the second week of November, I think. So yeah, it's very exciting that uh, it's a very small church. Uh, oh my and goodness. So putting that together is very exciting. So very, very excited about that. Yes, uh, I love that. You can also, you know, you mentioned, you know, they have a goal. There's also a way that you can set up a goal page. So oh. say for a group, your family, or even friends, you know, you can say, hey, my church is putting together a goal page. You know, we want to do 50 boxes and you can send out that specific link to whoever you want and they can help you reach that goal. Very cool. I didn't know about that. I'll have to add a link to that as well. Uh, now, you had mentioned already a little bit about, about some items to put in boxes. Uh, so what are some of like the, the best things to include in, in boxes? And what are some things that you should definitely avoid putting into the shoe boxes? Yes, I love this question. And I think it's we want you to create a unique box because every child is different and we want that box to be special for them. But we always ask that you include toys because kids love toys, um, some hygiene items, you know, there's ways you can include maybe, um, you know, a washcloth, maybe even a toothbrush in there. Um, 
school supplies for a boy or girl, those are always super needed. And then, you know, we, we call it a wow item. We want them yeah. to be excited when they open up this shoebox. So whether that's a soccer ball and pump or a stuffed animal or a doll for a little girl, we definitely want you to put that in there. Um, so those are some great suggestions. Um, we also have some items maybe to avoid, like you mentioned, because we don't want them to delay getting through customs because when they go on a container through customs they're with you know 7500 boxes and so if you're one box put an item maybe that could get um you know stopped and, and flagged it could delay a lot of shoe boxes getting to their destination and so you know some items right off the bat are any liquid items or food items those especially um if any of those liquid items were to leak that could affect so many shoe boxes around it and then food because it's going into so many different countries you really can't send food across you know borders there and so we definitely want you to avoid that um but we do have some great suggested suggestions online on our website. You can see a huge list for every gender and age on what we recommend and even some items to avoid. Those are on there as well. So we can definitely um, send people to the website and they can look out if they have a question about a specific item um, or they're like, can this go in there? There's a great way for them to find out. Exactly. I know we like to collect the, the especially when I was a kid, uh, we like to collect the Happy Meal toys or toys from different you know, uh, fast food places. And yes. we were always like, Ooh, but can we put this one in? It had, looks like it has like maybe a sword or some sort of a weapon. So it's like, oh no, we can't put that in. Um, yes. and so trying to be very careful about that. But uh, I know many people just, you know, it's just a toy. But remembering, you know, the military, anything kind of military to kind of avoid. Would that be correct? Exactly. Yes. Any war items like that as well. Just, yeah. you know, going through different countries, everyone has different rules and guidelines and, and laws. And so we just want to avoid any hesitation, any delays from getting those shoeboxes to the children. Exactly. Very good. And now what is something specifically that, you know, you wish that people knew about Operation Christmas Child, something that uh, to you is just maybe overlooked or not or very little known about that you would like people to know? Absolutely. Well, a lot of people think that the shoebox gift is the kind of the end result, but really it's just the beginning. It's my favorite thing because when we give the shoebox gift to a child, they also get a booklet called The Greatest Gift. Yes. And it's a way for them to hear about the gospel for the first time for many of them. Um, and we get to introduce them to the gospel and the good news and um, they get that. But in that outreach event, which is where they're getting these shoebox gifts, they're invited back for a 12 lesson discipleship program where they get to learn how to follow Christ and even how to share them with family and friends. And what I love is these kids are so encouraged to come back. They go through this 12 lesson program. They're going through what we call the greatest journey and they're learning. There's different lessons that they can understand um, in their language by teachers and, and that are teaching them about um, the Bible. And then there's even a graduation ceremony at the end. Um, where they receive a New Testament Bible in their own language. And it's incredible just to see the, the multiplication of what's come out of this program. Churches have been planted, uh, communities have been changed, families are forever changed because of these programs and the kids that are going through these programs. And so a lot of people think, okay, we go and drop off the shoebox and that's it. But no, it's truly just the beginning. And so I think exactly. a lot of people don't realize that we focus on what we call evangelism, discipleship and multiplication. The evangelism part is where we get to share about Jesus, right? When, when they, when they get the shoebox gift, um, the discipleship part is coming through that greatest journey, that 12 lesson program. And then the multiplication, because we know God truly uses that to change their countries, change their communities, their families forever with the gospel. 
Exactly. And just you, a child opening up that shoebox just opens up the door to them and their family to, to hear the gospel. And it's just so important, especially as kids. I know my mom through uh, a good news club uh, got saved when she was about four years old. It's just someone uh, starting something, just reaching out to her as a child and sharing the good news with her, um, yes. open that door. And it's, it's so important you know, for kids to hear it before they're inundated with everything else that the world has to offer and especially for kids in in um, underdeveloped countries poorer countries that um, they get to hear about someone who does truly love them where absolutely uh, you know, I, I mentioned Sierra Leone the kids there they they weren't loved they were just it eh, we have this obligation now but there wasn't true love being shown to them. And so for them to hear about someone who loves them uh, makes a huge impact. So it's it's awesome that this, something so small, something so simple um, can make such a big impact and open the door in so many ways. So it's, it's a very cool ministry. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I love. And you know, you mentioned what would people want to know and I feel like everyone can get involved in different yes. capacities, whether that's I'm going to pack a shoebox this season or I'm going to volunteer maybe at the processing center or just telling somebody about it. You know, exactly. you think of, um, you know, you mentioned drop off locations earlier. There's so many churches and groups that have never heard about Operation Christmas Child. Know, yes. And so I love it because it's an opportunity to be a missionary from never having to leave your hometown. You can literally exactly. get the gospel to children around the world from just packing a shoebox. And so it's so special. And I think if people are just looking for ways to get connected and, and do kingdom work, this is a great opportunity for that. Exactly. And it, it doesn't have to be 10 boxes or a hundred. It can just be exactly. one simple box. And that's what's so, you know, because I think the, like you said, the cost online is like about $25 for one box. Yes. Uh, most people, um, you know, the average person can do that and have an impact on not just one child, but the, the whole family surrounding that child uh, can be a huge impact. So it's something so simple, so small, but that has such a huge impact. So it's, it's amazing. Very yes, cool. absolutely. Very cool. Now, another question for you. Uh, this is the God's Peculiar People podcast. So trying to highlight people who are trying doing things for God, whether it's hymn writers, um, preachers or ministries like this that are wanting to do have an impact on people's lives. Uh, so who is a peculiar person who has had uh, an impact in your life? You know, and I was thinking about this and I'm thinking like so many people, you know, I feel like every circumstance or every person in your life, you know, yeah. makes an impact, right? Whether that's a preacher, um, a friend in, in Sunday school, whatever the case may be. But honestly, I keep going back to, um, you know, my mom, my mom was and is one of the strongest women of God I know. And when I look back of like the impact of my life and encouraging me to do kingdom work and be in ministry, it's come from her prayers for us. And I think, you know, I go back to, um, you know, Paul in the Bible saying pray without ceasing. And that's what it's about, right? To never yeah. stop praying and and the power of our prayers and that activates our faith and, and that. And I, I just think of you know, trials and stuff through my life and it never would have been what it was or I never would have gotten to where I am today if it wasn't for my mom's prayers for me and our family. And so I think it's so important when we look at the impact that we can have for other people, simply praying. And it sounds so simple, but praying for someone, praying yes. for a family or a friend and having that impact, those prayers go such a long way. And you could be having an impact on someone's life without you even realizing it by simply praying for them. And so I right. keep going back to that. And I'm like, gosh, my mom truly has had the biggest impact on my life and my 
faith walk because of her prayers, you know, in the, in the times where I was struggling or anything in life, you know, anybody's trials or things and challenges, it's like prayer is what's going to get us through that. And so it's just so special to think of that, you know, she is that person for me. Exactly. Very cool. I didn't, I figured you would have something like that. Someone who's very, very close to you that uh, has made a big impact because it's so easy to just say, oh, this, this famous person, but truly it's those, those people who are the closest to us that tend to have the biggest impact, but maybe we don't always realize it. Uh, so it's very cool that it's your mom. So. Yes. And I think it's so powerful because it's so easy to be like, okay, it's this, you know, speaker or this right. woman author, whatever the case may be, but I'm like, man, who has had the biggest impact? And it really just comes back to her because without her prayers, um, who knows what my life could look like today. Exactly. It could be very different. So, yes. Very good. Well, Lizette, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to uh, bear with me through my first interview uh, for the God's Peculiar People podcast. Uh, you were very gracious to uh, give me some of your time today. And I hope that uh, Operation Christmas Child has um, a lot more shoeboxes this year. How many were packed last year and distributed? Yes, great question. We had, gosh, over 10 million shoeboxes wow. packed and distributed last year. Our goal is 11 million okay. worldwide this year. That's 11 million kids that could hear the gospel um, in the coming year from those shoeboxes packed. And so we're just extremely excited to see what God's going to do this season. Very good. Well, I'll make sure to include links to uh, Operation Christmas Child and the other places, as well as finding out if you guys have sent uh, shoeboxes to Sierra Leone. I imagine, I think, I think I've read that you have, but I'll go back and double check. Yes. But, uh, thank you so much for um, having an interview with me today. Absolutely. Thank you so All much, right. Amy. It was a pleasure. So hopefully after listening to this interview, you want to build your own shoebox. Unfortunately, it is a little late in the year uh, to be able to assemble possibly your own shoeboxes. The collection week is November 14th through the 21st. So this is coming out a bit late. You'd only have about two weeks to get anything done, but take advantage of the online option and build one or two online. If that's something you want to do this year, just to be able to participate. And then start from now through next year collecting items that you can put into shoeboxes, decide how many you want to do, see if your church would be interested in getting involved and collecting items throughout the year. Uh, it's a great thing for kids to, to be involved in, getting to collect items, bring in toys. Uh, just make sure that you go through the website, read the do's and don'ts, and uh, don't include anything that you shouldn't to make sure those boxes get to their destination quickly. So I mentioned that I was going to check and see if Sierra Leone was a country shoeboxes have gone to. And yes, shoeboxes have been to Sierra Leone. Uh, I read an article from Operation Christmas Child dated January 2019, and it states that from uh, the year 2018 on, roughly 640,000 shoeboxes have been sent to Sierra Leone. So I'm very, very glad to hear that. That's something cool about shoeboxes now that when we started back in you know, the 90s wasn't possible is that you didn't get to know where the shoeboxes went. There's a vague idea possibly of where they went, but with the tracking systems now, we get to know exactly what country our shoeboxes go to, and that is very exciting. I find that very exciting. Uh, last year, I believe our shoeboxes went to Togo, which is cool because I've been to Togo, and before that, they've been to the Congo. I think some of ours may have been to Trinidad. I don't recall, but uh, it's fun just to be able to know what country 
they're in. And so you can pray for the kids in that country uh, as they receive the boxes. Maybe picture in your mind uh, some of those kids getting the boxes. It's very exciting. So that is it for this podcast. If you want to know more about Operation Christmas Child, the uh, links to some information will be in the description below, or you can go to SamaritansPurse.org and look for the link to Operation Christmas Child, but I will have a link directly to it in the description as well. I want to thank Lizette Miller again for being uh, a willing interviewee. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. So hopefully many boxes will be sent out this year and many young hearts will be affected with the good news that Jesus Christ died to pay for their sins so they can have an eternal home with him in heaven. That is the good news. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for the next episode of the God's Peculiar People podcast. <music>